tonight on the Midnight Train Podcast. We discuss the most famous ghost stories of Christmas. I mean sorry holiday day. I mean day of fun with no religious attachments and or offensive beliefs, family and gifts. So stir the eggnog, take a bite of the gingerbread cookie and turn the volume to 11. All aboard. Welcome to the Midnight Train Podcast, where we bring the dark to light. What's that mean? We make fun of and joke about creepy shit while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible, and hopefully try not to offend too many people. I am your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer, and with me as always is my cohort in crime, Jeff Butchko. How are you, sir? Oh, Merry Christmas. I mean, Happy Holidays. <laughs> Merry New Year. Merry New Year. We got a... Uh an all-star show today i'd have to say yeah this is we're gearing up for your the uh the christmas special this is like this podcast episode is like the expendables movie right you Except get, you get without, all the old awesome people in on one any episode. talent whatsoever right right so right. it's kind of the opposite of that this is the expendables episode right um across from us is of course well actually in his own little nook now is our station nerd Mr. Riley, how are you, buddy? They put me in the corner. <laughs> Nobody puts Riley in the they're corner. They're pretty much using. They're. I'm in the corner now. They just wanted to put me in the corner. He's totally. But but you look very professional over there, especially with your new shirt on. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, to, hold, on, hold on. Thanks to one of our two guests that are on the show today with us, which is who? Moody. Moody's here. Dun, dun, dun. Hey. So we all got hey. gifts from Moody. Right? Yeah. Hi, Moody. How you guys doing? Wonderful. How are you? I'm wonderful. Good. Hey, uh, so Moody brought us some uh, some shirts made by the the, the wife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, again, it's called uh, Gamer Glam. Gamer Glam, yeah. uh, where she makes all kinds of cool kind of custom shit. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, Riley's shirt actually says, "I go to college." It's just a white shirt in red, like Comic Sans. It just says, "I go to college." And I'm wearing it my first day back. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I like that one because there's you know a running joke if you guys have listened to this podcast before where everyone. Riley has to say, I, he, you know, I'm in college and while I'm in college, at least seven times per episode. It's like the end of every point he ever makes. Right. You know how I know this? Because I'm in college. Yeah. And then uh, Jeff got one that said, uh, what's it say, Jeff? I got the most amazing shirt I think I, I own to date now. It says in red letters, I hate Elon Musk. And I'm going to wear the shit out of this shirt. I'm not going to wash it. I'm just going to wear it every day straight until he finds out. Perfect. And then we're going to fight in the street. That is pretty. It's pretty badass. And then uh, he, uh, the one he got for me, had, all it says, and it's simple, it's a black shirt with red lettering. And it just says, choo-choo MFR, which could not be more poignant for me. So that's awesome. Thank you, brother. You're Very welcome, much man. appreciate it. Hope you guys um, enjoy them. Yeah, absolutely. So how you been? You doing all right? Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Just got back from Columbus. So I'm a little tired, cool. but we're doing all right. Awesome. What was in Columbus? Uh, I went to a couple of hockey games and, you know, Christmas weekend for the kids. Awesome. Oh, yeah. It's tiring, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Anything involving kids. Yeah. And then we also have, believe it or not, we've got the one and the only chainsaw (laughs) in the house. Yeah. Chainsaw. Huh? I'm Batsaw. Batsaw. He is Batsaw now. (laughs) Welcome, brother. How are you? 
I'm doing all right. How you doing? Johnny? Doing awesome. We got kind of an all-star. This is like just one of the gifts that we're giving our listeners for the holiday season, right? Having, yeah. all, having Moody and Chainsaw in here with us all at one time. Can I ask a question? There's so much quick. fuckery in here. What? Did you clean your costume yet? And is she back with you or is it over? <laughs> no, I have not cleaned the costume yet. And uh, no, she's she's gone. She's but, gone. You know, it's okay. There'll, I, there'll be others. I love my costume. Yeah, I would get on Tinder uh, and guys, make that your profile funny, pic. Funny yeah. thing is about that is uh, his episode taped directly after my episode. And Black then Ken's Day. was after that, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Were you guys was, all just hanging crazy. out at the same time? In the green room, yeah. yeah. We taped all on the same day. Yeah. We, just, we were all just hanging out. Dr. Phil eating all your yeah. fucking sandwiches yeah, he and he shit. He ate all yeah. of our uh, deli tray. He's a busy man. Yeah. Such a dick. Yeah. He is. So, Jeff, what is this? Fucking chaotic well, versus <laughs> train. Where, where are we going today? Uh, first of all, going? I mean, if I had to sum it up, it would be basically. Gentlemen, start your engines. It's going to be a bumpy fucking ride. You ain't lying. <laughs> right, right. So today we're going to ride the train into the metaphysical land of Christmas ghost stories. And we have two very special returning guests, Chainsaw and Moody. That's right. Going on this road trip with us, man. So this is pretty. I figured you guys are you guys are into ghosts and shit. So what not better to talk about this? Because actually, oh, yeah. I, like, I was looking up a topic because we're doing, you know, our Christmas special. And I wanted to do another episode, like a regular episode for, you know, the week of Christmas or whatever. And so I'm just doing a bunch of like, eh, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? And I stumbled upon this on accident. So it's it's. I don't know. It's kind of cool. But before we start, as we always do, start things off with a toast, Jeff. Oh, absolutely. Hey, uh, to a Merry Christmas to all of you guys. Let's yeah, pop these man. tops. I don't know. I think, hold on. Moody needs something to drink around here. Hold on. Is there any beer over there? There's a water right there. I got you a Corona Enjoy that's your not water. cold. Give him the, the lukewarm Corona. Oh. Or Listen, we got voodoo Actually, in front yeah, of you. It's not too cold. Yeah, give, me, give, me, give me the voodoo. I'll take the, the voodoo. Man. There you go. You got something to Ready for this? Get, get, get something for me to put this in? Your yeah, mouth. In your mouth. Yeah, just drink it straight. Me, all right, straight out it. the bottle, yeah. man. That's the way we're doing it's it. Voodoo, dude. It's you don't fall around with voodoo. It's a holiday special. All right. So to all you gentlemen and all you listeners out there, if you got a drink in your hand right now, or if you don't, run real fast. Wait. <laughs> okay, now, everybody out there, to a great episode. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Riley. Because you can't go wrong with shitty flute, by the way. You know what? What is, what's, is that? What's really is funny? That a so flute shitty flute, or is that a recorder? That sounds oh, like recorder. that sounds like a recorder. recorder yeah. What's a, just a shitty flute? But you know what? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> doesn't it remind Actually, you of the it kids' be more Christmas plays? Would be like a shitty clarinet, if anything, wouldn't it? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't any... it remind you of the kids' Christmas plays? Though, oh, absolutely. I don't put any yeah. instruments in my mouth, fellas. So, just saying. Just the skin flute. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, technically, a flute doesn't go in your mouth, though. Yeah, I don't know. Well, the reed does. There's no read on the flute. Is there no read on the flute? No. So that's his boyfriend's name. We haven't even left the station yet. (laughs) Hey, hey guys, in case you didn't remember. I go to college. I go to college. (laughs) I should just hang the shirt behind me. Not for music, obviously. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, passengers, turn up the volume, (laughs) lock the doors, grab your voodoo vodka, turn off the lights, and let's get spooky. Okay, so what I want to do with the, what I wanted to do with this episode is to read some actual ghost stories from people that happened, uh, you know, around the holidays and whatnot. And uh, here's why: because telling ghost stories on Christmas Eve is actually a forgotten pastime, and uh, we, the train here, feel that it needs to come back. 
So that, this used to happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gather around, children. Before you open your gifts, let me tell you about the bloody murder. Well, we talked about Krampus last week. You know what I mean? So I just thought this was fitting. Um, yeah, so it actually happened. So according to humorist Jerome K. Jerome, he wrote in his 1891 collection, quote, it's called Told After Supper, that, quote, whenever five or six English-speaking people um, meet round a fire on Christmas Eve, they start telling each other ghost stories. Nothing satisfies us on Christmas Eve but to hear each other tell authentic anecdotes about specters. It is a genial festive season, and we love to muse upon graves and dead bodies and murders and blood. This is in 1891. That's all. I, didn't, I never yeah, knew that, man. Neither did I, and I'm telling you, I stumbled Ladies and gentlemen, um, as you guys probably know, it, it, my mouth tends to hate me. So that was the first time. What the fuck happened? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so according to SmithsonianMag.com, telling ghost stories during winter is a hallowed tradition, a folk custom stretching back centuries when families would while away the winter nights with tales of spooks and monsters. In 1624, Shakespeare's The Winter's Tale says... A sad tale is best for winter. I have one of sprites and goblins. And even the Jew of Malta in Christopher Marlowe's play from 1590 mentions, Now I remember those old women's words who in my wealth would tell me winter's tales and speak of spirits and ghosts at night. So this is ranging back all the way to the you know, 1500s here, 1500s, where this is, they used to sit around and they would tell ghost stories. So I think that's a tradition that needs to fucking come back, dude. Could you imagine nowadays... Like these little kids that are so pampered, you know, oh, all they want to do is open up their iPads, <laughs> you know, because they know they're getting it, first of all, because they picked it out on Amazon fucking Prime. Right. Mom, mom's like, oh, my God, I don't have time to shop. Just fucking click the Amazon button. So he already knows what he's getting, right? Just pick what you yeah. want. And then the dad's like, all right, it was a night like this. <laughs> and the, the kid's like, he's not even paying attention. He's just got the iPad in front. He's like, he's like, I'm trying to tell you a story. He's like, I don't care, dude. Yeah, Dad, go fuck yeah. yourself. Dad. It would never happen these days. Right, Riley? <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm in that generation. Yeah. I know you are. So Riley yeah, goes to right. college. I go to college. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your mom goes to college. So, <laughs> so based in folklore and the supernatural, it was something the super uptight fucking Puritans didn't like. So America gets screwed and they don't adopt the tradition. Okay. So these are uh, the, the, the Puritans or whatever. So they, they were like, ah, we don't like this. Uh, Washington Irving uh, helped resurrect a number of forgotten Christmas traditions in the early 19th century. But it was Dickens, oh, Mr. Dickens, who brought the awesomeness of telling ghost stories on Christmas Eve into popular culture. Mr. Dickens edited Christmas issues of the, of magazine, of the magazines uh, Household Words and in 1859 and all the year round and regularly included ghost stories, not just the amazingly popular and often replicated A Christmas Carol, but also The Chimes and The Haunted Man, both of which also feature a man who changes his shitty ways after visitation by a, by a ghost. Don't they always? Wait, <laughs> who the hell would replicate or whatever A Christmas Carol? Hell, I don't know. Have you ever seen the fucking movie Scrooge for Christ's sakes? Scrooge, the movie Scrooge. Bill that's, Murray, yeah. one of my all-time favorites. That's a the Christmas, Muppets Christmas yeah. Carol. Yeah, <laughs> That's a, still a good one. There yeah. you go. Yes. That's yeah. a good one. So Dickens' works um, were reworks. not just... Uh, <laughs> Elon Musk is like... Fucking beaker. Yeah. So Dickens' works were not just winter-themed, but were explicitly linked to Christmas and assisting in connecting the holiday and ghost stories. Christmas Eve, he mentions in The Seven Poor Travelers, is, quote, the witching time for storytelling. So Dickens was like, hey, this is what I want to do, and this is what we're going to do. 
So Dickens discontinued the Christmas stories in 1868, telling his homie Charles Fetchter that he felt, quote, as if I had murdered a Christmas number, uh, a Christmas number, number of years ago. And it's uh, ghost perpetually haunts me. So he just said that, you know, he kind of got over it. But by this point, Christmas ghost stories had taken on a life of its own and other writers fucking ran to fill the void that Dickens had left. When Jerome launched his, um, what we talked about earlier, told after supper that we mentioned earlier, like I said, he joked about a tradition long settled in Victorian culture. So what killed this badass tradition? Well, in one word, Halloween. Yes, Halloween, the one freaking holiday that we can all sit here and say that we fucking love it. It killed this off. So carried by Scottish and Irish immigrants to America, Halloween didn't knock Christmas out as the number one holiday for ghosts, in part because for decades it was a holiday only for the Scots. For the Scots. Great Scots. <laughs> Scottish immigrants. I'm giving it all I can, Captain. <laughs> so Scottish immigrants and some Irish attempted to dis- disconnect Halloween from its ghostly ideas, trying unsuccessfully to make it about Scottish and somewhat Irish heritage. Now, we did a uh, train ride on uh, Halloween and what it stemmed from and their yeah. heritage and whatnot. However, Americans and their fucked up thirst for go- ghosts and scary shit outweighed their thirst for a bunch of immigrants' culture, and they jumped on Halloween's supernatural dick instead of the cultural aspect of it. And boom, Bob's your uncle, and now Halloween is to ghosts and ghouls as Riley is to virginity. Oh, virginity? Fuck. Virginity. Ah, you, you lose, Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> you lose, Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm going to say that one again. And now Halloween is to ghosts and ghouls as Riley is to virginity. virginity. There it is. <laughs> I, I go to college. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that's what happened. So, basically, they came over with uh, Halloween and whatnot, and uh, the Americans and whatnot heard of the, you know, their lore for their traditions of what um, Halloween was and took the dark shit. And we're like, that's what we like to do. I feel like back then that's all they did because there was nothing to do. You know, like Thanksgiving. You know, they're done. They're done eating. They're like, the turkey was great, but here's a ghoulish tale. <laughs> you know? It sounds like every, every holiday, holiday has there's, a there's, story. Yeah, it's like something. There should be. I think that's, I don't know. I mean, I think people like being uh Do you think television killed interested. all that? Like, you know? The, I think uh, television TV killed a lot of killed shit. Killed the radio star. Oh, did it? That it was did. video that killed the radio Fuck. star. Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks like the apple Do doesn't fall far from the college? tree there, Dad. Come on, he's a virgin. Video killed uh, the radio virgin? star. Virginia. <laughs> so now let's 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 bring this tradition back, and we're gonna start doing this for Christmas. I think uh, around. Excuse me, the holidays. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I didn't want to trigger you. I almost I walked out. Yeah. So we're gonna bring this back, and I'm gonna start going through, and I'm gonna tell some old ghost stories based around the Christmas tradition. All right. So the first one we're gonna go through here in these ghost stories. This one's called Christmas Church Ghost. And it says, I was playing hide-and-seek with the other little kids from my mum's village of Satua, Western Samoa. I was quite young then, so I always followed my older cousin around. It was the middle of the night, and most of the kids were used to hiding anywhere in the dark. I wasn't used to it as I was only there for the Christmas holidays. I actually live in Australia. Since we were all hiding in the graveyard, which sounds like a great idea, we were able to find our way around in the light uh, cast by the church we hid in the shadows and waited for the boy who was it we could hear him coming so we kept quiet the boy was pretty loud we wondered what he was making a fuss about so we went to see he later told us he had walked into the church as he thought that his brother was hiding there he saw a boy standing right at the front of the altar he didn't know if it was his brother because the boy's back was turned he ran up and tapped this boy on the shoulder as soon as he did the strange boy disappeared and our friend fainted 
We went home to tell his parents. Um, we got back to find him still lying there, dead still. His parents took him, or dead still, not like not still dead. <laughs> his parents took him home, and we never played in the graveyard at night again. We later found out that the boy's brother had been home the whole time. He hadn't been to the church at all. What really scared us was that the boy who fainted has been ill since that night and still hasn't recovered. Whoever was in the church must have been a pretty been pretty mad that we kids disturbed him. Or that's pretty creepy. Or there was asbestos problem, and the kid <laughs> inhaled it, and he's been sick for a long time. I mean, if it's an old church, you never know. Yeah, I mean, they got that shit in the ceilings, you know? So you yeah. think it was asbestos? I think so. So well, I'm going to call bluff on this one. I mean, but did they have asbestos in Western Samoa? Yeah, The Rock put it in. Don't you feel it? Was- <laughs> <laughs> he used the corporate I'm eyebrow I'm assuming it was it. just a big stone church. could have been like mold or something. That's right. true. So listen, uh, we're going to have uh, the rest of these uh, or some other people here read these things. So uh, the the next one up here, Riley, do you want to read this one? Or do you got a mouthful of food? I've got a mouthful of cookies. Right Jesus, now. everyone's <laughs> eating. <laughs> By the way, everybody here is eating like just smashing cookies and cakes and sandwiches and stuff like I'm that. I'm good. I can read it now. We should change Jeez, it to the Midnight man. Fat Podcast. Diabetes, diabetes, <laughs> How come the last, the last two I've been on have been about food? You guys <laughs> yeah. trying to fucking say something? Because you're here, buddy. You're here. Jesus. Well, all the stories are about food. Right. Like all of them. Holy shit. This yeah. one's really long. Yeah. That's what she said. No, ready? it's not. Um, <laughs> you want to do this one? Yeah, yeah I'll do, do it. it. I'll do it. You sure? Yeah, all right. It. Riley, go for it. <clears throat> okay. You ready? <laughs> You <laughs> do you I'll want me to do like it? That, you creep. Yeah, you do it. Okay. This one's too long. <laughs> right. Jesus. I'll do this one. Riley's fired. Jesus. Dude, I'm eating cookies. <laughs> <laughs> so this one's called The Christmas Visitor. I had an unusual visitor on Christmas Day 2008, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't Santa Claus passing by my house in Bloomington, Indiana. The day started in typical fashion with the opening of gifts around the Christmas tree. I served an early Christmas dinner for family and friends and everybody departed by 5 p.m. except my sister and brother-in-law who live with me. They were asleep in a bedroom at the end of the hall but the door was open. I went into my bedroom with my dog Toby and shut the door securely. Toby curled up on the foot of my bed to sleep like he always does. It was chilly so I pulled the blankets and comforter up around my head and curled up to nap for an hour. I was just dozing off when I heard the latch on my bedroom door open. I waited several seconds for my sister or brother-in-law to say whatever they'd come to say but there was no other sound. It was almost 7 p.m., so my bedroom was pitch black. I'd left lights on in the kitchen and the bathroom, and there were lots of Christmas lights in the living room, so the hallway would have been well lit. I would be able to see whoever was at the door just by lifting my head. I pushed the blankets down and lifted my head from the pillow, but just as I would have been able to see who was in the doorway, an extremely bright light hit me in the face. I shielded my eyes and yelled, Turn out that fucking light! You're blinding me! The light immediately disappeared, and I heard the bedroom door latch close. My bedside light is a touch lamp, so I tapped it on and looked around the bedroom. There was no one there except me and Toby. Toby jumped off the bed and went to the door without showing any signs of alarm. At first, I wasn't frightened because Toby is a Dutch shepherd and was trained to be an excellent watchdog. Since Toby was already up, I decided to get uh, to go let him outside and see what Sis or her husband needed. When I went into the hallway, I could see both of them still in bed. I took Toby to the living room to let him outside and there was nobody there either. Ordinarily, I'm not a skittish person, and strange noises or lights would alarm me, but this situation was just too eerie, and the light had made my skin crawl. Let me add that the latch on my bedroom door is broken in such a way that the inside door handle must be jiggled for the latch to pop out and engage. It makes a very distinctive sound that I'm used to listening for because of it, uh, because it doesn't latch. The door swings open. 
I am absolutely positive that the door was latch closed when I got into bed, just as I am certain it was the door latch I heard during the incident. When I left the bedroom, the door was latched closed again. I couldn't understand how my sister or brother-in-law could have come into my room and then returned to their own bed and crawled under the covers in the few seconds it took me to reach the hallway, but I figured it had to be one of them since Toby always barks and growls at everybody and everything he doesn't immediately recognize. When my brother-in-law got up to get ready for work that night, I asked him what he'd wanted earlier in the evening when he opened the door. He looked puzzled and said, I never got up, and I certainly never opened your door. I slept soundly the whole time I was in bed. Okay, so I asked Sis, did you want something earlier this evening when you opened my door? She also looked puzzled and told me I dozed off. Um, uh, I dozed off and on, but I never got out of bed, and I never saw or heard anything in the hallway. She leaves their bedroom door open at all times, and she faces the hallway so she can see if anyone is coming or going in the house. So who was my special Christmas visitor, and how did they get in, in and out so quickly? Like most people, the thoughts of loved ones are always close at hand during the holiday season. When I first went to lie down, I was thinking how happy I was that my small family had enjoyed a pleasant Christmas, but it would have been so much better if my mother and brother had still been alive to share it with us. I would like to think it was my brother's spirit stopping by to say Merry Christmas, I still think of you too. I haven't been able to debunk this strange event or find any kind of rational explanation. I'm half afraid that my heart stopped during my sleep and the light I saw was the bright light people report after near-death experiences. Leave it to me to see the stairway to heaven and ruin my chance at eternal paradise by saying, turn that fucking light, or turn out that fucking light. I've made a mental note that if I ever see another bright light to clean up my language, just in case. Wow. Where guys, was this at? Uh, Indiana in 2008. Okay, so uh, Michael Jackson wasn't on tour by then. Yeah, asbestos. <laughs> asbestos yeah. again? No, I thought it was Michael Jackson <laughs> trying to visit. So you guys ever seen like bright lights and stuff like that? I haven't, no. I, I feel like that's probably just someone fucking with him. That sounds like somebody was. It sounds like somebody with a flashlight. Like someone had a flashlight something or something. Like that, yeah. Yeah. Maybe somebody was sleepwalking and thought they heard something and just yeah, checked on them. It's not that and hard they, to go. I swear to God, it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. Did you yeah, eat the cookies? Right. No. No. Why, why would Riley? I do that? <laughs> I did eat the cookies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So um, next one up here. Riley, you ready for this one? <clears throat> Let's see how long it is. Wait, if he's not ready, I'll. I no, have Jeff, a personal. Jeff. I have an actual. Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, an actual story. Oh, you actually have a story. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, right, it's so pretty go, good. tell us your story. All right, so this was uh, Christmas back. I think it was eighty four, eighty five. Okay, so I was what three or four years old. Chainsaw was like sixty. Yeah, okay. at least. Um, so I always wanted a dog when I was a kid. You know, my parents didn't want to get one because it's just too much responsibility and yada yada. My dad was working all the time. He was traveling a lot. And my mom was home alone to take care of me and my sister, you know, and I just bitched and bitched and bitched. I want a dog. I want a dog. I want a dog. So the one Christmas, dad comes home last minute on a trip and he carries in. He's got this box and it's wrapped up and it's making sounds. And I'm like, oh my God, this is a dog. I'm finally going to get a dog, right? So I'm all excited and they're all like, go ahead and open it. Go ahead and open it. So I set it down the table and like start opening it up. And next thing I know, the lid pops open. And out comes this, like, creature. This weird thing. It wasn't a dog. Gizmo. It was a fucking mogwai. I knew it. And my dad was very specific, and he's like, listen, three rules. You cannot get this thing wet. You cannot feed it after midnight. And you have to keep it out of the light. And I was only, like, four years old, so I didn't... I Responsibility was all-time low. So, you know, I go to sleep, and the next thing I know, it's like... It starts eating, and I turn the light on, and... The thing just starts multiplying. Like, these green balls just start shooting all over the room. And, like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. So, you know, it turned into this big adventure where I had to hunt down all of the green ones because they were the bad ones. 
and kill them all. And that all happened on Christmas, by the way. So I don't like to talk about it a lot, but there it is. You can send all hate mail to <laughs> Jeff <laughs> at the Midnight Train Podcast.com. Cheers. <laughs> Jesus. I actually thought you had something. He does it every time. Every Hook, time. line, and sink. Every time. Son of a bitch. Whoosh. Ah. All right. So who wants to read you this of, one? You of all people should not fall for that. Crap I know, anymore. and I'm waiting for it every time. And I'm yeah. like, okay, maybe he actually has something this time. No, you, you got to change it up once in a while. Well, See, sometimes I do throw some serious stuff in there just <laughs> to keep it going. Yeah, What's never. the last serious thing you said? I hate Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on a shirt now, so it's, it's got to be true. Yeah. That's like my you know Christmas story of when I was a cop and my ex-wife was kidnapped by the evil German guy, and I was you know going through the vents. Trying to was, save her was this in at that the Nakatomi Plaza by chance? Yes, as a matter of fact, it was. I saw that on the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> this next well, there one. was another time though, real quick, oh, when I was like seven <laughs> years old. We were all going on family vacation, and my parents left, and I was home alone. And next thing I know, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern are trying to break down my door, and I'm setting like traps up with jacks and BB guns and stuff. I mean, yeah. it was crazy. But... I remember you telling me about yeah. that. That was another Christmas. Oh, I really fucking hate you guys. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Riley's Riley's not even paying attention, dude. He's over there like deep hey, in his phone. No, he's working on something for penis? me. Hey, I'm finishing. The, he's the finishing thing. something. What's her name? Yeah. yeah. What's his name? All right. <laughs> <laughs> So this one is called A Ghostly <laughs> Christmas Caress. Ooh. It was Christmas time of 1995 or 96 at my aunt's house on a reservation in North Dakota. Some of my family was in the living room watching television. The kids were playing in the rooms or sleeping. And my uncle, aunt, and I were sitting at the table putting a puzzle together. My cousin, who worked at a casino, was due home around midnight or 1 o'clock. That night, as she pulled up and was walking toward the house, she looked in the window and saw me sitting at the table. My uncle sitting across from me. She also saw someone standing to the left of me and someone standing in the corner. She continued to walk in the house thinking nothing of it. When she got inside, she said her hellos, put her stuff away, and came to join us at the table. As we were sitting there talking, she looked at me and asked who was standing next to me a few minutes ago and who was in the corner. I told her no one, and she said, yeah, there, were some, there was someone standing next to you. It looked like your mom and she was playing with your hair. I have long hair, which this person had long hair which uh, used to wear um, wear down all the time. Um, she said this person was running her hand on my hair as a mother does to a child. It kind of freaked me out as I was probably only uh, 12 or 13 at the time. My cousin swears up and down that someone was standing over me, rubbing my head and watching me put the puzzle together with my aunt and uncle, and that there was another person standing behind that person. We got around to thinking the second person was probably her mom, who passed away on her birthday a week before Christmas back in 1992 that she'd seen. In my family, we consider our aunts and uncles to be just like our moms and dads. After Christmas, um, after thinking that it could have been her, it didn't scare me so much. Around Christmas, something strange almost always happens. We just think it's my mom visiting us. Aww. That is scary, that's actually, nice. to me. That's nice. That's nice. That's yeah. scary? Why is that, that scary? That's the creepiest of all. Just because like, there's a little girl, there's just some ghost playing with her hair behind her. I don't know. It's kind of weird. That is weird. Yeah, but if it's like your mom or your... They you don't know, know it was the mom. That's almost as weird as the other Christmas story I have when I was about 11. I got a Red Ryder BB gun. Yeah. And my mom's like, do not go outside and shoot it. You're going to shoot your eye out. And what happened? I went outside, shot it. It ricocheted and broke my glasses. Really? Do you, yeah. uh, do you still have that bunny suit that you got that year? 
Yeah, I just don't want to bring. I don't like to bring it up. It's Wait, very embarrassing. Does your dad still you. have the lamp? No, that broke. It fell down oh, and broke. Your neighbors God. still have those fucking dogs? The bumpuses? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, yeah. was that the year you went to that Chinese restaurant? God damn bumpuses! <laughs> <laughs> Oh. All right, so see who wants to read this next one. I say chainsaw. Uh, I think the name is all you really need to read on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me turn around. And look at this. <laughs> that is that is kind of fucked up. You got to go up, dude. You're you're down too far. And the title is. Uh, it, well, hold on. You got to scroll up there. Hey, uh, Jesus, hey, Guido. Dude. Come on, man. There you go. Uh, oh God. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. You're going to be able to read that? And uh, no. Okay. Moody, why don't you take this one? You want me to read it? Yeah. yeah. You give me the one that's entitled Santa Stuffs the Stuff. No, I got this one. I got this one. <laughs> I got this one. He's got the it. Moody? You yeah. Want yeah. I can do it, man. All right. Hey yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So Santa Stuffs the Stocking. When I was nine years old, I could not get to sleep on Christmas Eve because I was so excited about the presents. I was... Wondering if my parents had anything to do with the gifts that I'd received from Santa the year before. We lived in Texas back then. The night it was that night it was hot because the heater was on. Uh, okay. <laughs> You're in fucking Texas. <laughs> All right. All right. I guess it's Christmas time, so yeah. I got thirsty. I got out of bed and cracked open my door to make sure no one was out in the living room so I could get something to drink without being seen. I also wanted to spy. Dude, this whole thing just sounds perverted as hell. Yeah, it really does. Jesus. (laughs) That's why you're doing this. (laughs) (laughs) When I opened the door, I saw someone... (laughs) I saw someone bent over, and then he stood up. It was Santa Claus, dressed in the red and white getup. Strangely, I could see the Christmas lights from the tree shining through him. He was taking the stockings down off the mantle and placing them on the coffee table. When he started to turn around to put the next stocking on the table, I closed the door and jumped into bed. The next morning, I woke up and told my sister what I, what I had seen. I told her where he had put the stockings. When we went into the living room, the stockings were where I said he had put them. <laughs> we both turned and looked at each other and froze for a moment. From then on, I have told everyone that I believe in Santa. Were you uncomfortable at all reading that? Yeah. Like, not at all. That was <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. No, that was just... So so you walk in the room and like you see him bent over with the stockings and then all I kept thinking was he's fucking the stockings. <laughs> <laughs> like like Santa Claus oh, is yeah. like that was, Yeah, how do you think the presents get in there? Right. He's stuffing. Yeah. He's stuffing oh my god. All right, I got one. I, I, that I was a, one. You got this next one? That was a pretty ridiculous story. <laughs> yeah, and and to be honest, I'm pretty sure that didn't it sound like the kid went in there and just put those things up and made yeah. an elaborate story? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I, that just sounds like some grade A bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. That right. reminds me a lot about another Christmas story. Uh, I no, 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 no. I got this one, Jeff. Relax. I got one. You sure? Yeah, well, this yeah, yeah. one. No, he's really got his own good. story. No, he's I got, got another story. Listen, listen, real quick. No, I was, no, 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 no. I was 13. Okay. My dad was supposed to get a Christmas bonus and he didn't get it. <sighs> and we were going to get a swimming pool. And oh, man. all hell broke loose. Yeah. Yeah. But my uncle came in his RV. Didn't you? Didn't you? Uh, didn't he kidnap his boss or something? That he day? did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, my uncle's that was crazy. crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty wild. In a good that, light show. Is though, that right? the time you guys went to the amusement park? Or? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That was the same time. 
Uh, it was shortly after that. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because you actually yeah. planted vacation. Same, so we were going same to the song. Wally it was the World. same year. It was yeah, the same yeah. Year, it was closed. We get all the way fucking there and it's closed. It's just so weird, though, that every time, you know, you tell these stories, there's always a different sister and brother in it. Like, it's just so weird in those stories. I agree. You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> you had a big you family. Get, you got to get your story straight. I do. Straight, I do. But to be, to be fair, it was a foster home at the time. So there was people oh, coming and going. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. See, that makes complete yeah. sense now. Yeah. All right. So we got another one coming up here. So, yeah, I, in this story, you know uh so this actually happened uh, right out when i was living right at, uh, out of sh- outside of chicago when i was eight uh i had my uncles and my cousins my aunt and my parents they were all at my house and uh we were gonna go to france the next morning okay and uh isn't this we t- already did this this is my memory <laughs> dude no this is my memory fuck up <laughs> did you already do this one for real oh my <laughs> god <laughs> Wow. Damn it. I was wow. doing the thing Jeez. and I couldn't pay attention. Jesus, oh, right. Damn it. Cut that cut. Yeah. No, cut, 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 cut. No, that's got to stay in. Damn it. All right. You, you know, for someone who goes to college, you think. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So this next one actually says Santa and the elf. This happened near <laughs> Seattle, Washington on Christmas Eve, 1957 or 58. My mom was at the kitchen window when she yelled for my sister and me. They uh, they were around five and seven. To come look, there was Santa and an elf carrying a big brown bag walking down the middle of the street. My dad went running out the door to see if Santa would come over and say Merry Christmas to us kids. But Santa, the elf, and the big brown bag had vanished. <laughs> That sounds like some crackheads. I was gonna say, I feel like that's just man. like a homeless guy. Like, yeah. yeah, right. No, you know what that was? That was the premise to uh, Bad, Santa. Bad Santa. Yeah, yeah. 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 Coming like, around just robbing shit. Jesus, dude. All right, Riley, do you really want to read this next one? No. Okay. Damn it. All right. So this one is Santa at the bedroom wait, 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 door. Wait, 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 wait. Why isn't Jeffrey Denny? Yeah. yeah. Come on, Jeff. Yeah. I've been jogging memories, guys. <laughs> that takes a lot out of me. <laughs> It's, it's really hard for me to get to that dark place and bring all these right. stories up all again. Right. All right, hey, all right. All right, man. So Santa at the bedroom door. It was Christmas Eve, 1961. We were living in Boardman, Ohio. Hey, Boardman, Ohio. Hey. Nice. My bedroom was at the end of the house. I'd gone to sleep. I don't know what time it was, but I know it was very late when I suddenly woke up. I was staring at my bedroom door, which was uh, catty-cornered from my bed. As the door slowly opened, I pretended to close my eyes because I didn't want my mother or father to catch me up in the middle of the night. There was a nightlight in the hallway and one behind the dresser in my room, so there was some light. I was totally astonished, however, by who it was that opened the bedroom door. I found myself looking at a man dressed in a red suit. He had white trim around his waist, like fur, a long white beard, and was wearing a Santa hat. He had red pants and black boots. If I close my eyes, I can still see Santa standing in my door. It made such an impression on me. He stood there and looked at me for a few seconds, then closed the door, pulled out a gun, and started to shoot everyone in the room. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Just kidding on that one, folks. Everyone listening going, what the fuck? (laughs) It's got dark real quick. It is is Boardman. True. He closed the door. Uh, I pulled up the blankets over my head. I was so scared. Finally, I looked out, but no one was there. The next day, I asked my mother if she or my father had been out of bed uh, the previous night. My mother said no. In fact, my sister was only four months old, and my mother told me she'd slept through the night for the first time since my sister was born. Neither of my parents had gotten up. Both of them were tired and they both slept. So I don't know who or what looked in my bedroom that night. When I told my mother I'd seen Santa, she got really mad at me and told me that I had not. But I know what I saw. It was Santa Claus and fuck mom. I feel like that was. I feel like that's probably like a home invasion. I'm thinking most of these are. To be honest <laughs> no, I'm thinking that. mom had uh, someone special over that night, and he was. Oh, yeah. oh. Oh, mommy cheating on daddy. I, know, I just. 
I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of these were like, someone broke into my house, but I thought it was Santa Claus because <laughs> I, yeah. I was five. You they know? could dress like, like Santa and you get away with a lot on that night. I know. I'm going to keep that in. This this you know, was You're going to keep that in mind? Yeah. Where yeah, was yeah. this from? I'm trying to see here. Liveabout.com. So at that place, right? The boss is running around like, we need filler, guys. And Rick's like, <laughs> I have five stories. I'll have them on your desk by that tomorrow. nobody gives a shit about. Yeah. At least, uh, at, least they, at least they didn't leave it up to Jeff for stories. So I'm going to throw something else in here real quick. I have a million dollar ideas. <laughs> he does. He does. Dude, they could make movies out of your life. To right? Be with you. So... <laughs> So here are some uh, some horror stories that go around with this, too, since we're telling these right now. This one is the first Christmas my now ex-husband and I spent together. We decided to buy a real Christmas tree for our apartment. To cut a long story short, it transpired that the tree was covered um, by tiny black worms that fell out all over our sitting room floor. Dope. In all my Christmases, I've never seen worms on a tree like that before. It was honestly horrible. And, and I don't really mind bugs or wormy creatures. We had to get rid of the tree ASAP. It was too stressful thinking of the worms continually dropping off. That's not a fucking horror story. What a dumb bitch. Oh, wow. my God. <laughs> There's like, so many worms. <laughs> what a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know about that one. Man. Yeah, a bunch of bullshit. It's not really bullshit, 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 bullshit. So anyway, yeah. Those are the... Uh, the ghost stories that uh, I've seen on there and I, I think that people need to start telling ghost stories about, you know, around Christmas maybe yeah. they maybe they shouldn't relate to Christmas we just just tell ghost stories around Christmas time it'd be cooler yeah, if yeah. it was gift related so like you know they're telling the story and it's like okay now open your gifts and there's like a severed head in one box you know like some fingers Holy in shit. another well you gotta like like Mitch Hedberg always said a severed foot is the ultimate stocking stuffer that's awesome yeah it fits in there. <laughs> dude, yeah. I love we need a rim shot. Yeah, dude, it's great. Where's the rim shot? Right. Oh, <laughs> wait <laughs> for it. Come on, computer. You can oh, do it. Jesus. Nope. For Christmas, it's, it's ladies o- and gentlemen, if you'd over. like to do something for us, um, it's over. Can you please just make us better? <laughs> Is it, can anyone actually? Can we, can we have a GoFundMe for some equipment? <laughs> for some equipment, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're, now we're going to talk about some really shitty Christmas movies, and I really can't wait to get into these. Wonderful. But before we do that, a quick word. <laughs> I think we already went through like 10 of them, didn't we? <laughs> At least premises, yeah. That was for Jeff's live. Yeah, that was all. Dude, that's his memories growing up. Oh, yeah. right, right. Yeah, my yeah. Bad. My bad. So a, a quick word from else. our sponsor. This episode of the Midnight Train Podcast is sponsored by the one and only Voodoo Vodka. 20 times distilled, made from pure cane sugar and handcrafted right here in Ohio. Vodka can be smooth and voodoo proves it. Which Moody is sipping right now as we speak. Drink it straight, chilled, or in your favorite mixed drink. Ask for it wherever you buy your favorite liquors. Or head over to voodoo.com and subscribe to their mailing list. That's voodoo, V-O-U-D-O-U-X.com. Voodoo Vodka, it's magic. Here's the thing. It is magic, too. Here's the yeah, thing. Shit, it's good. It's so it's, good. It's a lot of people are going to be going to family parties this Christmas and, you know, having to see people you don't necessarily like or get along with. If you want to smooth over the night and have a great jolly night, bring the voodoo. That's it. Because I'll tell you what, a couple glasses of that and Aunt Martha can put that in the egg. Put you some of that in the long. eggnog, bro. Oh, can you imagine how good that yeah. would be? Yeah. Fucking love that. would be really good. And you'll just laugh the whole time, the whole entire time. Your uncle will be like, You still haven't got a job yet, you piece of shit. You'll be like, That's voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's a holiday saver. At least your uncles be rating you and not touching you. Whoa! <laughs> wow. We just. I'm just saying. Pitch black dark. Yeah, what? Uh, I'm just saying. What man. goes on at your family? You said, yeah. I didn't say my uncle. I'm just saying. <laughs> you said that like your uncle. Generally, been touching you. oh, God, everybody knows no, that uncles God, are touching. Please no. Whoa, no, Moody. Do you no. need to talk? Yeah. 
No, no. You I'm need a, a hug? Hey, I'm an uncle. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Moody, we're going to have to ask you to leave. We just got scary now. <laughs> Jesus. That's the most frightening thing that's ever been on this podcast. All right, so let's talk about some shitty movies here and not Start about number Christmas time. rape. I can't wait till I can't wait till this airs and his wife's like packing her bags and shit. He gets home. She's like, I heard the podcast. <laughs> as long as my sister doesn't listen, we're okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. 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 What the fuck? Holy oh, shit. Movie. So this was probably All the right, last well, time Moody See you guys in like ten to twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just see myself out. All right, so let's talk about some of these shitty movies, and, and I want to talk about some of these that we've actually seen and that we haven't seen. So this one is Fred Claus. Do you guys remember Fred Claus? Yes. Is that Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, Vince directed Vaughn, by David yeah. Dobkin, like brother or something, and starring Vince Vaughn, Paul Giamatti, Elizabeth Banks, and Rachel Wise. Fred Claus is a bland holiday movie about Santa's bitter and jerk of an older brother, Fred Claus. After being thrown in jail, Fred calls his younger brother Nicholas to bail him out, which he agrees to do as long as Fred returns with him to the North Pole to work off his debt, which he does. Now, I've seen this one. It is shit. Yeah. It sucks. I, I think I got like halfway through it. Yeah. It's such a, it's just so boring. And like, I feel like Vince Vaughn is literally the same actor in everything he does. Well, he is. But it's a great, it's a yeah. great, it's just it's like a, it depends, Cage. Yeah. Just think about it. We always talk about like, what if there was a brother? Like we, we we did Stephen King. We're like, yeah, what about his brother, Fred King? You yeah. know, they're hanging out at the family thing and like Fred King owns a laser wash. But Stephen King's like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Or, or what is that? Uh, um, Stephen Lynch. What was that? Craig, 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 Christ. Craig, Craig, Christ. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking Craig. Craig Christ. Yeah. I mean, Tito, Tito Jackson. Oh, yeah. Tito. The brothers are uh, in the shadow. Tito is the best Jackson. I think. We so are you in the shadow of your brother, Riley? What brother? You have a brother. You have two brothers, what? right? I'm the older brother. Yeah, but you're living in the shadow because he's the famous one, right? <laughs> Who the hell are you talking about? Your brother. Is you're, there like a punchline? Like, or is this You're gonna... like Tito. The other brother's Michael and the other brother's Jermaine, right? I don't follow. <laughs> I mean, I... It, this one falls way short, Am I speaking Jeff. in a different language? I go to college. <laughs> Jesus. Moody, Jesus. you want to take that shirt back, bro? I... <laughs> 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 I, I don't understand Ooh. what you're going for. Oh. Never mind. Never and that, mind. my friends, is the state of higher education. <laughs> yes. 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 That's right. Yes. Number 14, A Christmas Story 2. I didn't, I didn't know yeah. that. You guys haven't really? seen this one? Uh -uh. When did that come out? Was that out? direct to VHS? It says uh, released, <laughs> it was not good. released almost 30 years after the original. Uh, Brian Levant's Christmas Story 2 is an embarrassment to everything that made Bob <laughs> Clark's 1983 holiday classic so timeless. Picking up five years after the first film, a now 15-year-old Ralphie has his sights set on a sweet new ride, but before he can get it off the lot, he accidentally damages it. With the help of his friends, Flick and Schwartz, Ralphie attempts to pay for the damages before the car dealer tells his old man. This straight-to-DVD sequel has some redeemable qualities, but given its feature, uh, features an all-new cast of no-name actors and an endless amount of out-of-date references to the original film, it's not hard to understand why Christmas Story 2 is so universally unpopular. That sounds horrible. You, you can got, only you guys catch lightning in a bottle was, once. You guys didn't know that they made a sequel? No, it? I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. And Daniel Stern's in it. Yeah, he's Well, great. he needs money. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, Daniel Stern's awesome. Yeah, I, I like Daniel He Stern. is, but yeah. all the other Home Alones didn't do so well, so he needed that money. <laughs> freaking City Slickers, dude. City Slickers was freaking amazing. Are you kidding There me? was like two or three of those, too. Yeah. I liked them. I liked yeah, them all. Very good. That guy, Confidence. It's very sexy. Because Jack Palance was <laughs> Jack Palance, That dude's man. awesome, yeah. man. Uh, number 13, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Starring the one and, own jo one and only Jonathan Taylor <laughs> Thomas. 
<laughs> now, if you guys don't remember who Jonathan Taylor Thomas is, he was in a TV show called uh, Home Improvement with Tim Allen, and he was the Tim the Two Man brother. Yeah, all he the, was, girl, uh, all the, the girls King had a crush too, right? on him. Man. He was the voice of uh, Sim- not, Simba. not Simba. Yeah, yeah Simba. Yeah, he was the Simba. voice of Simba. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but man, I remember <laughs> he was on the cover of every little girly Tiger magazine. Beat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be home for Christmas. Oh my god. Is a family comedy that tells the story of Jake Wilkinson, a spoiled college student who must travel from Los Angeles, California, to Larchmont, New York, in order to win his uh, win to win his father's Porsche. In order, what? what? As you might expect, Wilkinson decides to return home, but not because he wants to see his family, because he wants the Porsche. I'll be home for Christmas. Made our list because there is absolutely nothing redeemable about it, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and most of all, it's a shining example of why some actors should stick to television. Ooh, damn. JTT. Yeah, that was like that was like way past his like yeah. prime days. JTT. Too. Yeah, some of these kid actors, man, they should just stop. Right. Yeah. Like, um, uh, what what's that? Once your show is canceled, do something Go else. Go away. What is uh? What is oh my god? I'm trying to think of the uh the show that's out now. The kid that played in um 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 uh, uh da, 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 da. wow I'm brain um, fart. But the I see dead people. Oh, oh yeah, six cents. Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. Yes, so he Have is. Have you seen him, dude? Oh he's in a new God. TV show. He's in The Boys on yes. Amazon. Yeah, yeah. his head is so gigantic. He looks and the round. same in a man's body. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they took his head off and put him on a man's body. But a big he looks man's like a body. fucking pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he looks. I mean, he, he wasn't. Is. He was a child actor. So. Yeah, <laughs> he, he yeah. swelled up like a fucking dude. Yeah, just he's man. big. Yeah. Do you think that he saw donuts? <laughs> <laughs> I see donuts everywhere. <laughs> this They're one is trying to stuff me and make me fat. <laughs> <laughs> this one, number twelve, Home Alone three. Released in 1997, Home Alone 3 was Raja Gosnell's tired attempt at reviving the once popular franchise by replacing Macaulay Culkin with Alex Lentz. And as you might imagine, it missed the mark. Nothing against Lentz. It's just difficult to fathom a sequel without the antics of Culkin, Daniel Stern, and Joe Pesci. Even as a child, the thought of a kid besting four highly trained or highly trained hitmen in search of a stolen missile cloaking computer chip seemed ridiculous. Now, I don't know if I've ever seen this one. I've, imagine, I've never seen it. No. Imagine being the poor bastard kid. And your agent calls Wait, and you're like, I have that great news. And he's like, yeah. He's like, you are going to be the star in Home Alone 3. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, go, Riley, go back to that picture of that. Go up. Up. Jesus, dude. Jesus. Is that fucking Mr. Bean with long hair? I don't think so. No, it's not. No, I've seen it. It's not no. Mr. Bean. Yeah, I don't God, think so. You've that seen creep, that movie? Mr. Although, <laughs> that real, creeped me out, Mr. Bean. dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's all you ever hear him say. <laughs> yes. Fucking Mr. You've Bean. You've actually <laughs> seen that movie, Riley? I loved Mr. Bean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was bad. Real uh, quick, you know how, like... I've seen this next one, by the way. You know targeted ads? I used to ads, watch this all the time when I was a kid. Right? What? Targeted ads. Like, like your browsing history makes your ads targeted to you. I thought you said targeting ass. I was like, no. okay. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, right. what the hell is this ad on the side here? I don't have that ad. Hello, December savings. 25% off sperm vials. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's a sperm bank. Whose computer is that? Riley's. No, no. Don't even put that on me. (laughs) It is not. Listen. You've been doing shots, Riley? Uh, (laughs) This is the band. Listen, I know how this works because I took a class on it. Okay. A targeted ad. No. So you've been searching in your history sperm. 
No, I have not been. <laughs> this man There's has. no other way. This is not my laptop. <laughs> All right, so which is funny because mine says grab the perfect gift for gamers. Oh. So I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah we, we swift swatched our uh, uh, You're my dad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, number 11 is Babes Jesus. in Toyland, directed by Jack Donahue. Babes in Toyland is an awful 80s TV movie. Look at Keanu. That stars a Richard Mulligan, Pat Morita, Drew Barrymore, and Keanu Reeves. What? Uh, for those of, for those of you who don't know, Pat Morita, also Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Let's see the... Richard Mulligan, he was, uh, yeah. he played uh, um, uh, in Night Court. Wasn't Richard Mulligan? Um, no, that was, no, uh, no, no, that, that, was, was um, that was somebody. Yeah. Who the fuck am I thinking? That was Bob Mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> Mulligan, man. I've seen the next one. No, that was, was that bad. Martin Mull that you were thinking Martin of? Martin Mull. No, yeah, no, no, no. Martin, Martin Mull is a, he was on But he Roseanne. wasn't in. He Richard wasn't in. Mull. Richard Mull. Richard Mull. Richard Mull. Yeah, yeah. All right. Was that Bull, the big bull yeah, dude? Yeah. yeah, that's him. It was Bob Mull of Mull's. Bob's. Bob Molly. <laughs> it tells the story of uh, Lisa Piper, who is Drew Barrymore, a young girl who was randomly transported to Toyland after getting in an accident during a blizzard on Christmas Eve. Upon waking up, Piper intervenes at a wedding and, along with some new friends, uncovers the evil Barnaby Barnacle's plan to take over Toyland. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Well, we acknowledge some might have enjoyed Babes in Toyland, given the film's poor dialogue, yeah, low totally production value, when I was a kid. and that it was basically a ripoff of the Nutcracker. This Christmas monstrosity is right where it belongs. Jesus. Um, oh, I'm my God. Number 10. It up. Star Wars Holiday Special? You've never what? seen this? I have never seen this. No, this is terrible. I released, watched the whole thing. Released in 1978, Star Wars Holiday Special is, without a doubt, one of the most cringeworthy films ever made. The film tells a ridiculous story about Han Solo and Chewbacca's attempt to return to Chewie's homeland of Kashyyyk <laughs> to celebrate Life Day. But what after being halted by the Galactic Empire looking for Rebel Alliance members, they are unable to do so. In the meantime, Chewbacca's family prepares for his arrival. <laughs> what <laughs> the hell is that? Snuggie on. Jesus. <laughs> Snuggy, for real. It says, when asked about the film during a 2015 <laughs> interview, Star Wars creator George Lucas didn't hold back. He says, quote, the special from 1978 really didn't have much to do with us, you know. I can't remember what network it was on, but it was a thing they did. We kind of let them do it. It was done by, I can't even remember who the group was, but they were variety TV guys. We let them use the characters and stuff, and that probably wasn't the smartest thing to do, but you learn from those experiences. <laughs> but, but, but hold on a second. It's literally yeah, the it's actors the, yeah. from the, the. No, no, no. They're they're in it for about thirty seconds each. So oh, really? Yeah. I also, it's funny that that's. Not, I was listening to something the other day, and they were talking about this. And apparently, there's a scene in there where it's a, it's like Chewbacca and his family apparently, and they're all talking like Wookies. There's like no subtitles or anything like that. <laughs> it's just like five or ten minutes yeah. of them like back and forth. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's, apparently it's just like I don't know. Man. Number nine, a Christmas carol. Oh, a Christmas carol, directed by Robert Zemeckis. A Christmas carol is based on Charles Dickens' classic book of the same name and stars the Jim Jim Carrey as Ebenezer Scrooge. As the tale goes on, Scrooge is visited by the ghosts of Christmas past present and yet to come who each take him on a self-reflective journey in an attempt to show Scrooge his error of the error of his ways despite the film receiving a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> and winning four golden raspberry awards if nothing else a Christmas Carol does deliver on some pretty impressive performances but from both Car uh, Jim Carrey and Gary Oldman now is, I've seen that. is that a is that animated yeah it's animated okay. it, but every character in it is um, Jim Carrey 
Gary Oldman does like oh, one or two. No. But yeah, so oh, like he does all the voices. So in it? it's the Ghost of oh, Christmas no. Past, Present, and Future, and all this shit. And it's all Jim Carrey. Talk about budget savings. Yeah, right. Yeah, but you know, it's him. Oh, oh, oh now he's this. And it's just, it's fucking weird. It's weird. Like, is it, is it as like bad Robert. as they say it is? I, no, I actually, I mean, but then again, I does like, it deserve the zero? Is what I'm asking. Nah, I'd give it like a four. Does it deserve <laughs> all the raspberries? I uh, maybe I don't know. Um, number eight here is Saving Christmas. Released back in 2014, the faith-based Christmas comedy Saving Christmas is, without a doubt, the worst Christmas uh, movie ever Kirk made. Kirk Cameron, there oh, you go. This no. absurd film begins with Kirk Cameron as himself, <laughs> professing his love of Christmas, and then proceeding to go on a rant about how atheist materialism and Christian fundamentalism have ruined the spirit of Christmas, all while sitting beside a fireplace. The scene then shifts to Cameron's sister's, sister's Christmas party, and for whatever reason, Cameron believes the party is in danger from his brother-in-law... Boner. Christian, who leads to him saving Christmas. Believe it or not, saving Christmas is so unimaginably terrible, it received a rating of 0% on Rotten Tomatoes and was nominated for six Golden Raspberry Awards, to which the film won four for Worst Picture, Worst Actor, Worst Screenplay, and Worst Screen Combo. <laughs> I, I'd like oh to know God. which ones it didn't win and what the movie that wow. beat it was. Well, first right. of all, you guys all know who Kirk Cameron is, right? Oh, yeah. 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 So Kirk Cameron was Mike in... Siever. Yeah, what was the show? Right. Growing Pains. Growing, Growing Pains. Pains, yeah. Um, great show. He was that heartthrob back in the day, you know, during that, that whole ABC's Friday night lineup, yeah. I think it was, right? Or Tuesday, whatever it was. <laughs> well, he turned out that he is a fucking Christian fundamentalist, dude. Like, he's a psycho. Like, he's fucking nuts, man. Yeah. His sister's DJ Tanner from Full House. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, right. yeah. Fuller House, too, which, which, on a side note here, did I hear that they killed off... Um, the the little littlest one. I hope so. In, the, in the, the Olsen twins. Yeah, like, I don't watch it. Whatever so. they her name was. Uh, not DJ was the sister. Eh, she the probably just one, died because yeah. she didn't need anything. Well, she wasn't on the show. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't on the show. I think they killed her off. The character off is what I heard recently. Anyway, so this dude's a complete fucking whack job. Which to me is hilarious that he's like, oh Christmas. He probably wrote and directed this fucking thing himself. Yeah. And, but the fucked up thing is, is it Christmas? Jesus's birthday. He wasn't born. On, on, on December 25th. He was born in like fucking summer or something like that. Yeah, wasn't like he? June yeah. or something. That's, I, I, was, I was mentioning that earlier uh, to, I think, my wife. And you see all the signs that say Jesus is the reason for the season? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure all the pagans back in the day were the reason for the Correct. season. Right, Correct. Right. Absolutely. That's exactly it's what it was. Solstice holiday. and all that. Yeah. Anyway. Number seven, Four Christmases, directed by Seth Gordon and starring, hey, Vince Vaughn again. Ah, number, that's the second appearance. <laughs> How many times is he on this list? Hey, and, it's a rom-com. I'm going to be in it. And Reese with it. What, what, he's now fucking Joe Pesci? What the fuck just happened? Yeah, he's, he's a Top Gun actor, dude. He can, but he he can does, be anybody. But why does he got to be Italian? Hey, I'm going to do hey. another Christmas movie, uh, eh? So anyway, this one stars Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. Four Christmases might just be one of the worst Christmas-themed romantic comedies ever made. This shameful holiday movie tells the story of Brad and Kate, an upscale couple who attempt to avoid their families during the Christmas holidays by going on a vacation to Fiji. After the couple's exotic getaway is ruined by a fog storm, Brad and Kate must find a way to make it through four separate family Christmases white in people one problems. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Despite I wonder having if they both, had any white cloth. <laughs> despite having both Vaughn and Witherspoon on board for Christmases lacked any sort of joy or cheer synonymous with Christmas themed film films, especially one that literally takes place on December 25th. I've seen this one. I it's have too. Shit. Dude, he I've looks, seen it. He looks fatter than normal in that pic. Yeah, it, it's shit. I'd, I'd like to see the pic, but you know, yeah, well, Riley's all over the goddamn place. So. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing over there. Um, number six. Dude, look at that. Look at <laughs> <this>. <laughs> 
Good God Almighty. Uh, there he is. I'm going to do this movie with the Witherspoon. Eh? Can, we, can we get that somehow printed, like poster That's size? Be on the wall, yeah. Dude. Jeff, you can do that at work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, get that printed up. We want that. And if you guys can see this. <laughs> We'll uh, we'll take a Riley. Do me a favor. Get a a, a, screenshot, a screenshot of that screenshot. for me. We'll post it up like, with your phone. Click click. Uh, I'm I'm a, wait. I gotta get up <laughs> and do something. I gotta oh do my something. God. Come on, man. Number six, Santa Claus the movie. <laughs> And this is from 1985. This movie was a big production when released in 1985. The film was produced by Alexander and Ilya Salkin, who were also behind 1978 Superman, the movie. And while Superman was a great flick, Santa Claus, the movie, is not. It stars Dudley Moore as an elf named Patch, who has been with Santa Claus for centuries, but decides to set out to make toys on his own, only to be exploited by a crooked toy company run by an uber capitalist, (laughs) played by one of my favorite actors of all time, John Lithgow. Oh, yeah. Hasbro! I love John Lithgow. Uh, An attempt at telling a contemporary Santa Claus story, this movie disappointed critics and viewers, featuring exploding candy canes and a congressional investigation into the nasty toy company. Critics called this movie (laughs) tacky and mean-spirited and found that it was unlikely to appeal to its target audience of children who were not mature enough to understand the complicated business side of the story. Definitely a worth, worth a movie worth skipping. Actually, I love this movie. You've you've seen this. Movie. I've seen it. Oh yeah, I Fuck saw yeah. the name and I thought it was the Tim Allen Santa. No, Claus. no, no. It's it's from 1985 and it's definitely old school. But yeah, Dudley Moore is an elf. Dude, he's great too. And I love Dudley Moore. But dude, John Lithgow. I feel like anything he's in is amazing. You've seen Dexter, the the season where he was uh, the I've serial killer. An, never seen an episode of Dexter. No, nope, what? I haven't either. What? Yeah. Oh my god, dude! It's my fucking my amazing. wife loved it. It's it, great. it's awesome. Such a great show. It's oh, super. She did tell me about. I, I do know what you're talking the about. The John Lithgow yeah, yeah. season that he yeah. was in. I think it was season two or three, but he was a serial killer in it. Yeah, dude, he played the part. Dude, he plays huh. a great bad guy. He's so awesome. Raising Kane was a good one. He oh, was yeah, bad yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't he the bad guy in fucking Cliffhanger? Yes, he was. Wait, wasn't he the bad guy in uh, Ricochet? With um, I think. Was that him? I think that was him. I don't remember. Yeah, because he was a he was like a, a not a serial killer, but like some murderer or whatever in Ricochet with um, Denzel Washington. With Denzel, yeah, yeah. Was that yeah? Maybe that was him. Yes, because remember, remember he, they take remember Denzel, they poison him or whatever, and oh, they yeah. they make him <laughs> fuck a, a whore with herpes <laughs> and like fuck up his entire life because yes. he's a cop, dude. Yeah. If you've never seen Ricochet, I, okay, I want to say it's from like ninety. 90- <laughs> 293. It's early, early to mid nineties. Yeah, yeah, and it's got uh, Ice T in it. Yes. Ice T's oh a gangster. God. It's got John Lithgow as the it's the bad guy, and Denzel Washington is the lead. Dude, it's fucking amazing. Love that movie. Anyway, it's better than the Santa Claus. It's definitely better than the Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now this one. Funny side note. Speaking of the Santa, Claus. you know Tim Allen made the majority of his money off a of Home Improvement and not Toy Story. Really? Oh yeah, he didn't I make shit. Toy he Story got, would be his bank. There was a big, there right, was a big thing about movie. that. But about Home Improvement, how was little like, money he made off of Toy Story. Home Improvement was like ten seasons long, and it's still and in reruns and produced it. Oh yeah, and it's syndicated. It's dude. still syndicated. Yeah, yeah. So he made like all his bank off of Home Improvement. Oh, yeah. I would have thought it would have been Toy Story, the Buzz Lightyear. Right, thing. right. And speaking of Tim Allen too, I just want to honestly say, man, like I guess back in the day, the guy was kind of a dick. He went to jail and shit. Cocaine, like that. Yeah, he was cocaine, cocaine. Everybody that went to jail is a dick. Huh? Not everybody that went to jail is a dick. Did I say that? Spoken like a true dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that everyone went to jail. I'm saying he kind of fucked up and he was kind of a dick and he went to jail. But like when he was on that new show, what's it called? Uh, Last Man Last Standing Man or something Standing. like that. I guess they tried to take him off the air because he like wanted to say something that was like um, like very prolific and kind of like based on the United States and like whatever. And they were, oh, yeah, yeah. And they, they banned his show. Yeah. And they finally brought it back. I, I don't it know. Got I got picked they, up again. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was cool that he I never stood watched an episode until they brought it back. Right. I wanted to see what would happen, and he was breaking the fourth wall yeah. left and right. Yeah, see, like, that's awesome. 
Yeah. Number five, the Santa Claus. Speaking of Tim Allen, <laughs> good segue there. The Santa Claus Boosh. 3, the Escape Clause from 1992. Hey, we actually really like the first Santa Claus movie, they say, in which Tim Allen accidentally kills Santa Claus and ends up becoming the Jolly it, wasn't Old. It was a bad movie. Uh, the original Santa Claus? Yeah, no, yeah, actually, right. I just watched it the other no, day. It just it was got good. stupid after that. Said the kid was just a whiny asshole. Yeah. Kind of right. like over the top. You know, if I was Sylvester Stallone, I would just kick that kid out of the semi. <laughs> over the top. You know what I mean? Like, Such a good movie. How did we get from Santa Claus to over the top? Because it pisses me off that he's trying to be a good dad and that little shit just sits there like, yeah, my dad, my grandpa has all the money. I would have like, <laughs> kicked him right out of the truck. Done. Let's go to the arm wrestling tournament right now without the little bastard. All right. So this one, the sequel wasn't quite as good, but it's still an acceptable film. Um, but the third one is a blatant attempt to milk any remaining money out of the franchise, featuring a painfully uninteresting plot and a lame villain in Martin Short as a bitter Jack Frost who steals the job of Santa Claus and turns the North Pole into a year-round theme park. The film is unfunny and emotionally ber- uh, bereft. That's a new one. And there's almost certainly a reason why the franchise died after it came out, like immediately afterwards. Okay, Martin Short. Yes or no on Martin Short as an actor? No, what do you guys think of him? I can't stand him. I, I liked him when he was on Saturday Night Live. No. After yeah. that, like when he's in movies and stuff, I don't he, I don't know. I don't really like him too much. He's too over the top, man. He, he's just like so That's the whole point. That's the whole like, point. With everything he does. See, like Ed Grimley was f- a phenomenal character. You know what? Though? Oh, we, yeah. we got all that in Robin Williams. We don't need another one. Yeah. I, you know that's what I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. I liked him on like Saturday Night Live and stuff. I don't like him in movies much. I loved him in uh, The Three Amigos. Oh, yeah. Three Amigos. He great. worked great in that. But other than that, dude, I can't but look say at that. I like he was him. with guys from Saturday. It was basically a Saturday Night Live movie. I did watch the uh, the special on, uh, I believe it was on Netflix with him and Steve him Martin. Him and Steve Martin? Yeah. That's funny as fuck. But it was all sketch comedy. It right. was like old school exactly. sketch comedy. It worked because it was very like, it was purposely antiquated. So you're watching something right. like like you would have watched back in the 40s or 50s. Right. You know, so I thought that was super cool. I did like that. But other than that, That's, any movie I've seen yeah. him, he, what was the movie he was in with, uh, oh my God, was it Kurt Russell? Where where they go overseas someplace and he gets he gets an allergic reaction to something, and I can't remember what the uh, hell that movie's called. I know what you're talking. I can't think of the movie. Yeah, I, I know what remember. you're talking about. Anyway, that. yeah, he sucks. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, number four, <laughs> Surviving Christmas, 2004. This terrible Christmas movie was the low point in actor Ben Affleck's mid 2000s slump. It's a beautiful <laughs> picture, by the way. You got James Gandolfini <laughs> running up on Affleck with a shovel about to decapitate him. Right. Okay. Now, first <laughs> everyone's <laughs> dream. Everyone's dream. James Fine. Gandolfini, definitely a great actor. Love Fantastic. him. Sopranos. Outside of that, he was in uh, what's the, the 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 heart one? He was in True Romance. True Romance. Too. That's yeah, what yeah. it was. Yeah, where he beat up uh, yeah, the shit of Patricia Arquette. Patricia. Remember, I was telling you that's one of my like. That part in that movie, I will fucking stay with me forever. So this terrible Christmas movie was the low point in his uh, career. In the film, Affleck plays a wealthy executive who has no close relationships and becomes nostalgic for his childhood home at Christmas. When he visits the house and finds another family living there, he offers the residents, played by James Gandolfini and Catherine O'Hara, a lot of money to pretend they are his parents during the holiday. (laughs) The couple's daughter, Christina Applegate, comes home from Christmas too, adding to the awkward and tense situation. This movie is two hours of Tony Soprano trying not to kill Batman. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's lame mean-spirited and not funny in the slightest surviving christmas currently holds a seven percent positive rating on rotten tomatoes yet this movie is shown on television almost every year at christmas Ugh. i've never heard of it i've seen it it's seriously it's it's the premise of the movie is just dumb oh but james God. gandolfini in it i thought was great i thought he was freaking awesome in it um oh god this one sucked uh number three christmas with the cranks 
Hey, look, that one's Tim Allen's on here twice now. That movie's fucking oh, terrible. Shit. Yep, Tim Allen's on money, here twice. Money, money, money. Um, speaking of mean-spirited Christmas movies, let's not forget 2004's Christmas with the Cranks uh, about a couple who was Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis. How could you not win with that combination? Who decide to skip Christmas the, the year their daughter is away, only to have their plans change when their daughter phones to say she's coming home for Christmas after all. This movie spends two hours reminding people what a gigantic pain in the ass getting ready for Christmas is and offers little else. It certainly isn't funny. Ironically, this terrible movie is based on a novel by author John Grisham. What, what, oh, yeah, that's that it. It's called Martin Pure Luck. Yeah. Just, Moody just showed me what the movie with uh, Martin, Short. Martin Short was. was yeah. Um, let's see. It's based on a, no, uh, a novel by author John Grisham and has screenplay written by Chris Columbus of Home Alone fame. So what the hell went wrong? I mean, have you guys yeah, seen this one? You, you would think with the people that are in it and the guy that was behind it, that it would be pretty Somebody good. It was Fuck. too topical. So I've seen it. Dan Oof. Aykroyd was awesome in it. So they live in this little cul-de-sac development, you know, and everyone's trying to one-up each other all oh, the time. Oh, yeah, he was the, yeah, uh, the yeah, head yeah, of the... Yeah. And he was the head of the right. HOA. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he would be like, you know, is that lights to regulation? Like, Dan Aykroyd's always awesome. Whatever. Oh, he he's great. But the, the shitty part about it was they were trying to, like, be edgy. So, like, the girl, the daughter comes home and she brings home uh, the... the Spanish yeah, yeah, Enrique yeah. Iglesias yeah. guy or whatever and everybody's yeah. like oh we've never seen that kind yeah. around here you know what I mean like it was like trying to push it, the envelope was it Davey what's that was it Davey <laughs> yeah. hola Davey <laughs> yeah. hola Davey so, yeah. oh my god chupacabra <laughs> so so it, it that movie like borderline was like first of all it was the whitest town Ever. Right. Oh, yeah. Like right. I'm like going back and thinking about that movie. I don't think I saw a, a single black person in yeah. the entire movie. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm there being wasn't. serious. Yeah. Like I, I really it was just a really shitty movie. I've so, anyway, seen I've seen a one I couldn't even I don't even remember it. Like I've All seen right. it one time. Number two, Deck the Halls from two thousand six. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at Danny DeVito's mug, awesome. man. Whoever thought to put Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito in a Christmas movie together was a good idea. Um, uh, whoever thought that should be fired. Like a lot of the titles on this list, the 2006 film Deck the Halls takes a simple premise and inexplicably tries to stretch it into a full-length movie. In this case, it uh, it is how uh, rival neighbors try to outdo one another with their Christmas lights and decorations. Now, have you guys seen this one? I have I not seen real, that one. Real remember, quick. I remember the movie, but I've never seen it. Riley, go to Google Image, type in <laughs> Danny DeVito as Wolverine. These guys have to see it. Oh my God, no, I've, I've seen, seen that, dude. Have you seen so it? Oh it's so good. It's the most epic thing ever. I haven't seen it. So this movie wasn't funny at all. This is like, I thought this movie was just totally bunk. And I love Danny DeVito, man. Like he's, yeah, he's great. He's literally everything. He was fucking Penguin, man. You know what I mean? Like he's just, he was fantastic. And dude, him and Always Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> You guys need to Google Danny DeVito as Wolverine because that is fucking amazing. (laughs) You know there was there's a there's a petition going around. The people there's a petition going around to get him to be the next Wolverine. It's got like over a million signatures, I think. Could you imagine? Amazing. (laughs) All right, number one. Hey, I'm Logan. Are you guys ready for this? Number one. Yeah, yeah. Is drum roll. Oh, I don't need. Where's my drums? An American Carol from 2008. Never heard of it. Neither have I. There yeah, are I... probably a reason for that and why it's number one. Who there the are fuck? a lot of other movies that could be on this list. Oh, it's just this son of a bitch. Oh, oh is it my fuck that The guy. most egregious and God. unforgivable Christmas movie has to be 2008's An American Carol. On paper, this film looks like it could have been pretty decent. It was written and directed by David Zucker. 
the uh, comedy genius between uh, behind Airplane and the Naked say, Gun. What? That? Hey, dude, he's awesome. It stars Kelsey Grammer, Leslie Nielsen, John Voight, and Dennis Hopper. What? Again, sounds great. Yeah. So far, I'm... I'm Yet in. this movie is a total train wreck presented from a politically conservative perspective. The film is a parody of liberal filmmaker Michael Moore. Oh, it's a parody uh, of yeah. Michael Moore. Okay, so I thought it was actual Michael Moore. Yeah, because like, oh, the picture is... Um, that lampoons contemporary American culture, particularly Hollywood, actor Kevin Farley, Chris Farley's brother. <laughs> <laughs> Another brother. Plays a Michael Moore-like character who is visited by three ghosts similar to Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. It's barely a Christmas movie at all other than the blatant, blatantly copying the most iconic Christmas story of all time. We're not sure what Zucker was trying to get across with this movie, but it just doesn't work. Oh, yeah, and Gary Coleman <laughs> makes an appearance in the film. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. What you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Christmas? Isn't he fucking dead? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he died. I'm he pretty died, sure right? he died a while ago. Yeah, yeah. he died. He so, did Dancing with the Stars, and then that was it. So this is just... I've never even heard of this movie. I've never heard of it either. But, I mean, it's got Kelsey Grammer, Leslie Nielsen. brother. You know what, though? Let's be honest. Dude, he's great. It's another brother that can't live up to the hype, dude. I know. You know what I mean? Like, you got Chris Farley. Like, how do you do but, that? Dude? Like, he's the perfect, like the, he's the perfect, like, background actor, though. There is right. one. He's you know good. He's mean? not a lead guy at all. You're like, yeah. the, like the yeah. Paul Walker brothers. There's one brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, you going to bring There's up? only one brother that could fill the shoes of its, of his brother, and that's Charlie Murphy. I knew you were going to go there. That's it. Charlie, Charlie Murphy? Murphy? Charlie Murphy. He's no. dead, too. <laughs> is as good can't, as no. his brother. Can't feel shit anymore. I disagree on that one. But a coffin. Dude, he was hilarious. Dude, Charlie he was Murphy funny. was funny. But Charlie see, the Murphy thing is, funny. Charlie Murphy was funny just being Charlie Murphy. He right. wasn't an actor. Right. right. He right. wasn't even trying. He was just funny because he had the most ridiculous shit that happened to him in life. Right. <laughs> He's always got that, that grin. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> I, uh, to be honest, in his heyday, and I can't really say much about Eddie Murphy's career now, but in his, in his heyday, oh, he, was, he was amazing. Dude, oh, one yeah. of the greatest stand-up comics ever. If you guys have never seen a Delirious, Delirious. or oh, yeah. Raw, Oof. First and foremost, if you have any kind of uh, <laughs> tendencies to be upset about something, don't watch those at all. Don't right. listen this to day them. And age. Right. Yeah, yeah, you can't. If you're you, easily you can't get away with it. Yeah. Definitely wouldn't fly. You are not getting. Yeah, you can't get away with that shit now because well, that motherfucker was talking about <laughs> his big black dick and all kinds of shit, dude. Watch anyway. about dick in the sink. <laughs> what was he talking about? Why is the only thing flipping his dick over his shoulder? Why are the only things that you remember about it have to do with his dick? Doesn't it with you? No. So anyway, guys, yes. that was okay. the top fifteen <laughs> worst Christmas movies ever, as a, you know, purportedly from the uh, the internet. You know, the what interwebs. Is, let's, let's go around and, and ask what everybody's favorite Christmas movie is, and it can't be Die Hard, and it can't be Gremlins. Okay. Now hold on, real quick. Since I'm we done. do have we have a whole room of I'm people done. in here right now, I want to hear votes from everyone in here. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Absolutely, I say yeah. I I don't know, man. It depends because if you. If you make Die Hard a Christmas movie, you have to make a lot of other movies that aren't technically Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, in that case, uh, Gremlins. No, Gremlins well, is. I'm going to get Gremlins to is too. legitimate because it was a Christmas present. It was at, like, that's a Christmas well, movie. To the me. Nightmare Before Christmas then would have to be a Christmas movie. A lot of people call that what a Halloween movie. Uh, no, they no, came out. They came out. The, uh, and the director came out and said that that was a Halloween movie with Christmas themes. 
It's a yes. Halloween yes, movie. But the director of Die Hard came out and said that that's not a... Or Bruce Willis said it's Bruce not Willis a Christmas movie. Bruce Willis said it's not a fucking Christmas movie. He said it's not a fucking Guys, you're missing the point. Yeah, What is it in your heart? I think it's a Christmas movie. I think it's a movie we watch around Christmas because it's it's still got that theme to it, but I don't... I wouldn't necessarily consider that in my head a Christmas movie. It just happens to take place. Yeah, Gremlins, yeah. Gremlins is a Christmas movie, John. I don't know why I can't fucking think of it now. Uh... With fucking Danny Glover and uh, what's his name? Lethal Weapon. Lethal, Lethal Weapon. That's a if you that's technically if you make Die Hard a Christmas it's movie, you got to make Christmas that a Christmas movie, movie. Yeah. Yeah. too. Yeah, but that fight Wasn't scene outside every, yeah. during Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, picks up the Christmas tree and smacks the fuck out of the dude. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like if that, yeah, that would have to be a Christmas movie. Right. Yeah, Die that's Hard what I'm is saying. As well. right. And no one, right. no one thinks about that as a Christmas movie. Right. right. I would. I, don't I care. mean, if it has Die Hard's still a Christmas movie. If it has Christmas stuff in the movie, then it's a Christmas movie. Right. So okay, right. going around the table then, and Riley, what do you think? Do you think it's a Christmas movie? By the way, Die Hard. <laughs> no, because Bruce Willis said it wasn't. Okay. He was in it. Let's go through and uh, tell our uh, our favorite Christmas Christmas movie. movies, right? All right. So, little Riley, you go first. What's your favorite Christmas movie? I I'm gonna say Home Alone. Okay. Just because Joe Pesci is awesome. Hey, fucking Joe Pesci. I got to work on that one. I'm not very good at that accent. Joe Pesci accent. It's hard to get Joe Pesci. Need Tony right, Gamala. Man. I need Tony Gamala. In here. He does an amazing. <laughs> we need sound bites from one. him. Like, hey, you listen to the Midnight Fucking Train. You know what I mean? Yes. You, could, yes. you yeah. could look at Tony Gamala and just know that he does a great job. Oh, he does. He does. <laughs> like, just look at him and be like, that dude does a good Joe yeah. Pesci. It's the best one I've heard anybody ever do. All right, Moody, yeah. favorite Christmas movie. See, I, I I tend to go towards the horror horror Christmas movies. I like the original. Horrors? You like. Horrors like porn? Absolutely, but oh. that's not what we're talking about. Oh, my bad. Anyways, <laughs> uh, like I like the old, I like, I, I don't know if I have necessarily a favorite, but I like the older, like uh, the original Black Christmas and like the original Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh yeah, okay, those are, cool. The, like the old school, like 80s, those are 80s, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. those are the like Christmas slasher flicks. Right, yeah. right. And there's Back- also a movie, if you guys haven't seen it, phenomenal. It's called Rare, it's Rare Exports. Okay. It's, it's about... <laughs> It's it's actually kind of hard to describe. They basically like dig up a frozen. I, I don't even know how to explain it. You have to go see. Okay, it, we'll, it's uh, good. we'll check it's it good. in. Uh, yeah, or check it out. It's, yeah, yeah. Chainsaw. It's, it's good. You favorite Christmas movie? I don't have one. Don't give me that shit. Oh come on! Get on your mic. Get on your mic. I don't. I don't really have one. How do you not have a, a favorite I Christmas movie? Don't really care for Christmas and. Any movies around? Oh, you're a bah humbug, fucker! I don't like Christmas, but I still like. If anything, I would rather watch like I would watch Krampus because you know he's out there kicking the shit out of everybody, enjoying Christmas. Hold on, hold on, Krampus. Why do you not like Christmas? First of all, I just don't. I prefer Halloween twelve months a year. Yeah. So okay. Well, wait, 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 wait. Just was one of those got in. Was one of those earlier stories about Santa Claus breaking in about you, but he molested you? <laughs> His white gloves. I told you that to tell <laughs> So, I, 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 talking about hating Christmas and shit, I don't like what Christmas has become. I think Christmas is literally a commercialized bunch of bullshit. Yeah, it's all it that is. That if you don't get presents, then everybody hates you or whatever. But I do right. love the idea of Christmas. Like, we had a Christmas party for our, um, our staff um, here at our house yet mm-hmm. last night and it was a blast yeah, sure. we had friends right. come over we drank we it was fun we, it wasn't gifts it was just people hanging out and doing what you're supposed to do around christmas and mm-hmm. just 
be cool, you know? See, that and part was, of Christmas is awesome. But that's what I'm saying. All this shit, you know, starting the Christmas sales in freaking July, oh, yeah, yeah. pulling people away from Thanksgiving when, oh, we you know, family about that. time. We talked about that. Fuck you, know, you guys out there in that bullshit. You know why yeah, that is the way it is, right? I hate that. Yeah. It's because all the soccer moms are like, oh, my God. <laughs> There I we don't are. get my Amazon. Full yeah. circle. Full circle. <laughs> Jeff, favorite Christmas movie? Uh, it's it's tough. I, I I love Elf. I think Will Ferrell's awesome. In Elf's that movie. good. It's good. I, I think love it's a little Scrooged. overrated, but Scrooge. Bill Murray's a if, yeah. amazing. Aside from horror, that's probably my favorite. Right. That Scrooge. is that Scrooge. Yeah. Bill Murray. Kind of blew up my spot on that one, but that I'm is sorry. my yeah, favorite. No, no, no. It's fine because I can't pick one. And then like I love Die Hard. Obviously, that's one of my top. I love Christmas Vacation. Oh, um, dude, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, like, Ooh. that would be, like, my top selection. Maybe if you went with, like, you could go, you could split genre. up the genres, yeah. you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Because my two favorite yeah. would have to be Christmas Vacation yeah. and Scrooge. I could yeah. probably watch those Scrooge back Scrooge is awesome, man. I also like uh, Bad Santa. I think Bad Santa's fucking That's hilarious. Funny. Yeah, even yeah. the second one I thought was funny. I don't think I ever saw I'm just not a Billy it's, Bob Thornton fan. He, it's, it's, you gotta yeah, get it, past that. It's, like, one or the other. <laughs> He's either, like... Like you either see something with him in it, you're like, that's fucking great, or it's just like, all right, shit. I just, I feel yeah, like ever since he knocked up Angelina Jolie, like he's just, he thinks he's the shit, you know? I don't think he knocked her or up. Or not knocked he? her up, but knocked boots. Oh, he, was, he was definitely Weren't they married sure. with yeah, blood vials of each yeah. other around their yeah, necks? Yeah, dude, I don't know. Fucking weirdos. Weird. <laughs> well, have, <laughs> hey, you, no have you ever smashed Angelina Jolie? I feel like the shit, too. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, man. Just, saying. just throwing it out there. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. I guess they would give you a bit of confidence. I guess. Just saying. Okay. I mean, because she was just bit. rated like bit. the hottest chick ever at one point in time. That's before she had the, the boobotomy, though. Yeah, poor girl. Is that, that the technical term for it? Yeah, yes, it is. Boobotomy? It's pretty sure scientific. That's, that's called a mastectomy, Ask right? him. He goes to college. Isn't well, that a, that's, when, you, that's when they cut it off. Yeah, that's, that's completely removed. I thought that's what they did yeah. with her. Didn't they remove them? They, they, they removed them. Yeah, it's yeah. a mastectomy. A mastectomy, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. that they Poor needed I actually, to. I actually had no idea that that happened to her. Did yeah, they, oh, yes. I guess they had, like, didn't need to, but she was susceptible to it. Yeah, it ran on her family. Right. So, and so she had a lot of they she went ah, and had the preventative uh, maintenance. And yeah, right. but dude, hold <laughs> right. on real quick. Hold on. It's Think a ballsy, about that, it's a ballsy move. Speaking of balls, if you found out that like in your family that people get testicular cancer, are you gonna go cut your balls off? Fuck at, no. At this, at this point in my life, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no more kids. Well, no he's fucking, married, no so I don't fucking need him anymore. Right. I asked the wrong crowd for that. <laughs> that's what I did. That was the wrong crowd. Riley, would you? Hell no. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Not yet. What were we going to say, Jeff? You know, Let me get married first and would, lose mine. We would <laughs> ask your wife yeah. to bring the jar with your balls in it out. There you go. Oh, mine are in my wife's purse at all times. She's, so on, she's, a, she's on my side on this one. Anyway, yeah. so. Ironically, <laughs> ironically, Brad Pitt left Angelina Jolie around that time she had that done. Really? Yeah. Well, isn't that what like, wait, dude, what's the name? Uh, you got nothing else to play with. Who's the, the, the fucking Lance Armstrong? Got cancer, Cheryl all Crow. that shit. He beat cancer. Cheryl Crow was with him the whole time. She got cancer. He fucking left her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't he get popped for like doing yeah, like fucking roids and shit? Roids yeah, and shit. yeah right. fuck that guy. Fuck him. Fuck him and his one nut. <laughs> fuck you, Lance. Yeah, you fucking piece of shit. I ride a bike. <laughs> What's <was> that? <laughs> That's Lance. All right, He's Australian. I ride a bike. <laughs> 
a tour de France or ride a bike. What right, is passengers. happening right now? We hope, <laughs> we hope you have enjoyed your ride with Ooh. us on Christmas Ghost, and you, we need to bring that back. We, uh, so this this Christmas Eve, you guys should <laughs> you sit around. I'm going to take all my kids' presents and throw them out in the yard, <laughs> and I'm going to be like, it was a night like this. <laughs> and see what he does. Right? <laughs> Catch him on fire and just ro- yeah. warm your hands on it. Yeah. You don't You're need right. presents, you little shit. Yeah. We're bringing it back. You yeah. don't need presents. You don't need presents this right. year. So we you, got ghost stories. Yeah. So you guys should do that, man. You guys should try something new. Um, you know, instead of just sitting around and fucking getting drunk and arguing with people and eating too much food or whatever, you know, opening <laughs> opening gifts that you don't fucking want or need. Why don't you uh, sit around, and tell some fucking ghost stories and like, you know, maybe just not even ghost stories pertaining to Christmas. Just something that maybe you, you know, had happened to you with people that you're around. I think that'd be freaking awesome. I think I'm going to do that with my kids on Christmas Eve. I think I want to do that. Riley, oh you coming over? Oh, my God. I'll be there. I work on Christmas Eve. You're a fucking. Do you really work on Christmas Eve? And New Year's Eve. At the Cheesecake Factory. At the Cheesecake Factory. That is one thing I don't miss about that industry. Yeah, Yeah, dude. Yeah. For 25 years, I never had a But a lot of people do that, don't they? Like, is that like a tradition to go out for Christmas Eve? Christmas Eve is a big night. It's our busiest night of the year. Dude, you may make. Bank, you should wear your shirt as you're serving. <laughs> See, that's yes. the difference, though. He was he gets the money from the tips and shit. I just got my ass handed to me in the kitchen. Thank I got you. nothing. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. always in the kitchen too. All right, so listen. That's because I go to college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and most people see that go what to you've done. Well, booty. see, that's the thing though. Most people that go to college end up being servers. So it's just yeah, oh, and those who oh, don't oh. work in the kitchen. All yeah, right, there you go. That's the truth. <laughs> So don't forget to head on over to the midnighttrainpodcast.com and sign up for the Midnight Bonus Train to access our bonus episodes, including but not limited to our drunken movie reviews, which we need to do more of, bonus rides, which we need to do more of. <laughs> would you guys come in and do a drunken movie review with us? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, we yes, have to, I we would have actually to get, drink for that. The, the thing is, like, no, you I'm have fine. to get shit-faced. That's lit. cool, as long yeah. as I can stay the night. Yeah, I got plenty of room, dude. Dude, dude fucking sleeping I'm back yeah. on the ground right here. Come yeah, right dude. here, throw it up on the TV, get yeah. shit-housed, and record yeah. the entire thing, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. On okay. Voodoo Vodka. Voodoo Vodka all yes. night, baby. Sounds awesome. We got to right. set that up. We will. Um, my wife's actually going on vacation here in, in, a, in a few weeks uh, for the weekend. Oh, dude. there you go, man. Let's get together and do it, man. I think that would be awesome. So yeah, you know, you can also check out songs from uh, Isaiah and the Midnight Riders, music from our band Sky Pilots, as well as other awesome tidbits you won't get anywhere else at our website. You can buy some super sweet merchandise, which for all of you guys out there that are buying that stuff, thank you so much and for repping the gear, man. Uh, I actually create all of the designs for that, so if you guys want something that you think would be cool, send us some uh, some ideas. I'll design something and throw it up on a shirt. I think could, it'd be cool. You could replicate the I hate Elon Musk shirt. There you go. <laughs> can you make a Lance shirt that know. says, I ride bikes? <laughs> I might get in trouble for that. That might be. Uh, yeah. uh, you can also watch our YouTube summary videos, which we will get Jeez back up Christ. sooner than later. Uh, find all of our social media pages and check out the character profiles um, and on the entire train crew. We might actually throw a couple profiles up for Moody and uh, and Chainsaw <laughs> since they've become like secondary <laughs> characters here. Um, also, sign up to our group on Facebook. It's awesome and a chance for us to all talk um, of all you guys outside of the podcast. You can also talk to Chainsaw and Moody because they're both in there. Um, and they both post amazing shit they every post day. Amazing <laughs> shit. It's like the highlight of my day at work. Yeah. I'll be sitting in my office and I'll be like, I'll hear my phone go ding, ding. I look and it's Facebook, Moody post, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, yes. So I open it up real quick. Yeah, we'll put a link in the description too so you guys can check that out. And if you're a Call of Duty Modern Warfare player, get in on the fun with us. I haven't played in a while, like I said, because I've been busy because of fucking 
different holidays. Everybody has. Yeah, you can find me uh, for my username, which is Choo Choo MFR, and uh, Jeff's is Mothman Motorcycle. Use the clan tag TMNTP to be as awesome as you can be. Also, you can find me on Twitter at Choo Choo underscore MFRs and on Instagram at The Midnight Jonathan. Um, where can they find you guys anywhere? Like uh, Chainsaw Moody, where, where can people find you to talk uh, to you outside of the group? I mean, if you, you can, want them to, you can find. I mean, you could get through me. You can get to me through Facebook through the. Uh, the page and I am on Instagram too. Moody is Sweeto. Yep, is my name. Awesome chainsaw. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what my name is on Instagram. I'm looking at. You can't remember what his name is in real life. <laughs> oh, the real chainsaw. The real chainsaw. The real chainsaw. You can uh, find I'm him on, on there. It's the real chainsaw. Do you, right. do you like how he like he put his name the real chainsaw? So when he gets five hundred thousand viewers, <laughs> he'll be verified, and it's like the real chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he strategically planned that out. That's good. I That's like nice. that. Was smart. That's good. That was That's smart. because somebody actually had chainsaw. Oh, nice. Oh, really? And listeners keep asking how they can help keep the steam in our engines. Well, the best thing you can do is like, subscribe, and rate us on your favorite podcast platform. And most importantly, share the Midnight Train to everyone. Um, Listen, we've been getting some really awesome reviews, and we really want to thank you guys for doing that. The review thing, unfortunately, we love reading them. I think they're freaking awesome. But unfortunately, I guess when it comes to uh, iTunes or uh, Apple Podcasts and stuff, the reviews are what they look at for their algorithms. It's it's the same. You guys guys on iHeartRadio, too? Yeah. It's the same thing on there too. Okay, you can rate and stuff like that. Oh, you, you can get, cool. you, you get moved up in like their standings, basically. But I think it's hilarious that b- people go in as long as you're getting a five star rating. You can go in and type anything in there. You can put <laughs> "boogers are flimsy" and people are. It just still helps you with the rankings. It's so weird. You know what I mean? So yeah, if you guys get a chance, take thirty seconds. Go on to you know Apple Podcasts or Listen to iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Yeah, we thing. live in a five star world. Now think about it. When you shop on Amazon, if it has four and a half or almost five stars, you're going to be interested in it, right? That's true. If you look at two USB cables and you see the one with the five stars and one with two, you're like, I fucking buy no two star right. USB cable. Very right. true. I'm going to buy a five star. Exactly. Yeah. Very so, true. This is like, you know. So word of mouth is definitely how you know we're going to keep this thing going. We can't thank you guys all enough for the love and support. For real, we thank you guys so much. So so you have no idea how important it is to us. Um, you guys definitely keep the train moving. We thank you so much for listening. Also, we're sending out a signed poster stigner. Stigner? Stigner. <laughs> That's a sticker and a magnet together. That's a stigner. That's a new one right there. Wouldn't that be a stagnant? It's a no. Stagnant's already a word. I know, but I'm just. Or would it be a mig? M- m- never mind. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, yeah. yeah, we're just totally going to just pump the brakes that on that one. Too. <laughs> <laughs> to a random passenger who has left us a review on Apple Podcasts, and today the username is drumroll Jesse Made Cupcakes. Please send us an email at themidnighttrainpodcast.com with your full name and address, and we'll send your goodies out to you. Remember, the more reviews we get, the more we move up in the rankings, as lame as it is, and the uh, better the chance that you get randomly selected to receive everything that Jesse Made Cupcakes is going to get. So, uh, you know, just remember you can you say think, anything the fucking you guys want. I don't care. You if you want to up your chance, yay, Jesse. Could they, huh? Jesse send us cupcakes, too? I, I don't know. Her name is Jesse Made actually, Cupcakes. She's one of the sisters. Her and Christina, she's trying, she wants to know from you guys what your favorite flavor is. I don't think there's not a favorite flavor. I was going to say, she was going to send some cupcake. She was going to send Midnight Train cupcakes to the podcast. Dude, fuck yeah. yeah. We'll eat those bitches on the show. Right? (laughs) Right? Or or we could get hammered. 
watching movies and eating cupcakes. Oh, oh wow. wow. That I'll just became a way whoa, better night. Oh, yeah. I'll like take that. some cinnamon toast crunch flavored cupcakes Ooh. if we're if we're requesting. If we're, can we do a lemon cupcake? Because I love lemon Good cake. Good old lemon, lemon cake. Lemon with like a lemon zest or something. Yeah. Mm. Do you think they can I make a penis flavored one for Riley? Uh, <laughs> maybe. He's not even laughing. <laughs> He's, not He's not even laughing. He's like, fuck you. Did, they, you, did anybody realize he was still in the room? Is the question. Like, he's actually uh, he's he's doing something awesome hey, over Moody. there, and I Moody. really. If she makes a dick flavor for me, she should make a Rogaine flavor for you. Go. Oh, shit. Are wow. you trying to say all his hair? I'm, I'm losing the top of his hair. <laughs> Riley's totally rubbing his hair right now because he's got you know, big full hair. <laughs> chicks, chicks, Which, chicks wow. think bald men are sexy. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I hear. Your hair. That's what I tell myself. Yeah, they think guys with hair are sexier though. So. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's funny that out of the five people in this room, he's the only one with hair. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. I got you know what, plenty though? of hair. Yeah. I've got I've got plenty of hair. Listen, here. this was a moment right here. <laughs> this is the moment that he took enough shit <laughs> and he stood up for himself. That's I'm proud. It. I'm proud of this. That moment. was very ballsy, bro. That's very good. I love it. That was good. I got hair. So listen, don't forget to send us uh, your Christmas cards, and I don't care if it's going to be in the middle of fucking, you know, um, the summertime. We still want Christmas cards because we're going to hang them up all over in here. Um, you know, so that, you know, just send us your Christmas cards and any kind of creepy shit you may have laying around. You can send it to our PO box, and it's the Midnight Train Podcast PO box three eight two zero six in Olmstead Falls. That's O L M S T E D Falls, Ohio. Four four one three eight, and lastly, we have the band Horror Horror Madonna. Oh my God, Horror Madonna! That's a hard one. Horror, dude, five times, five times. Just say it once. Horror Madonna, Horror Madonna, Horror Madonna, Horror Madonna, Horror Madonna. Fucking hate you. See, but that evolved. That devolved into Horror Madonna. Yeah, horror. That's what she is. Horror Madonna. I know, but that's not the band. They're from right here in Cleveland. I guess the band's no longer together, but I know the guys in the band, and they just wanted to see if we could play the song for them. So their song is called "The Fall of Owen Hart." Say the name alone. Fall of Owen Hart. The Fall of Owen Hart. Yeah. So so do us a favor, oh. check them out. They'll be at the very end of this episode. <laughs> Did you ever watch that video, by the way? Yes, it's disturbing. What? The video of him falling. Oh yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. Dude, it's like yeah. the announcer's like, and there's Owen Hart. He's at the top with the Oh god. It cuts like right away. We are not at all laughing at the demise of Owen Hart. We are, however, laughing at the announcer's reaction I to it. That just, man. Just, I was just, just saying Just saying it's very Holy sad, shit, especially dude. for the uh the, It was fucked up. For yeah. the uh the, the world of professional wrestling. Which but we, you, you know how they're dramatic though. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you know well he's probably had to try to play it off like it was supposed to like, you I know. know. Like, yeah. I, I do I want to give a shout out to, but first of all, uh, you can check out um, um, Horror Madonna. Um, hey, I said it at uh, facebook.com forward slash Horror Madonna. That's horror as in like, reed, reed, and Madonna as in living in a material. It's a good song. Thank you. Okay. Cone boobs. Cone boobs. Yes. You can call her that, whatever you want to do. And uh, <laughs> big shout out to my buddy Raymond Rowe out there too, who is a. Uh, he's, Speaking of wrestling, he is a yeah. WWE wrestler in his tag team. He's a wrestler. Um, and they go by the, I think it's called the Viking the Experience. Viking, not experience. No. The Viking. So where's so Todd ch- when they, you need him? They changed it up. They changed it up, but they they actually won the freaking uh, the tag team belts, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're killing yeah. it out there, dude. And I'm so proud of him because he went after his dream. The guy's been doing it forever. And so. So if Raymond Rowe happens to hear this, or if anyone out there likes wrestling, make sure you go and check out the Viking. You sure it's not experience? 
the Viking. Viking something. I don't know. It's Viking. There's a fucking tag. <laughs> there can't be a bunch of them. <laughs> There's a tag team WWE champion, whatever call, duo called the Viking something or other. John, do you want to start a duo? You and me? Yeah. Let's be Tango and Cash. Yeah. Would that be awesome? That who, is. Uh, I don't care. I'll be whatever. <laughs> Again, that is, that is one of my favorite movies. Love that movie. Absolutely. The love Viking it. Raiders. The Viking Raiders. Okay. Close. So, yeah. Close to the Viking experience. Yeah, I said Vikings. That Fuck sounds off. like a like Scandinavian Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> you better get a writer. <laughs> you better get a writer. They're like, they're rowing the boats like, like water sitting in the face and shit. Only learned to watch terror first converting. So anyway, we want to thank you guys so much for hanging out. This was a very chaotic episode, which we kind of knew it was going to be because we have both Adam. um, Adam. Oh, my God. I called you Adam. What the fuck is wrong with (laughs) you? Now now these people know. Yes. And you're an asshole. Your your name is Adam is Sweeto. Oh, no. It's Moody is Sweeto, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, Sorry. I was fucking. Now I got to change my name again. (laughs) Yeah, right. So thank uh, Moody and Chainsaw for being here. You guys want to say your goodbyes and plugs? Let's go around the room. Let's plug some shit. Whatever you want to say. Say your goodbyes. Uh, I don't really have anything to plug. You can check out uh, Gamer Glam. On Facebook, though. Amazing um, shirts. Thank you for the shirts, by the way. Again. Do shirts, tumblers, stickers, whatever you want to do. Uh, other than that, you know. Right. Love, love being here. Awesome. Awesome. We appreciate you very much, man. And for yeah, the cool anytime, swag, man. dude. I hope you guys like your shirts. Oh, of course. Uh, Chainsaw, you. Anything to I plug? I don't really have anything to plug. My little Ollie wanted a shout out. And uh, thanks for the shirt, Moody. You fuck. <laughs> well, I he didn't know. have uh, quadruple X. <laughs> Wow. I thought he was cousins with Omar the tent maker, man. I mean, fuck. <laughs> no, dude. Chainsaw, if you guys don't know who Chainsaw is, Chainsaw is a very large I, I got man you, in bro. stature. Like, how you, tall bro. are you? Uh, almost 6'3". Okay, you're 6'3". Yeah. And you're just... 5'5", five, five, <laughs> You're just a big dude, is what I was saying. And 280 plus, pounds. Plus, yeah. yeah, you're a big guy. You know, that, that's all I was saying. I wasn't making fun of... Okay, I was making fun of your weight. Fuck you, you I don't give a shit. <laughs> it was a fat joke. It was a fat joke. It was I don't a give fat a shit. Joke. Whatever. All right, so from all of us here, Jeff, you want to say anything before we go? Yeah, so, okay, we've talked about the past couple episodes towards the end that we have this big thing coming. We keep dropping hints, and we keep saying, you know, it's going to be a little bit different than what you're used to. That still is coming, okay? It is still coming. We, we had a little bit of delay, but it's for the benefit of you guys. It's it's going to be unbelievable. You, I can tell you that. Do you want to mention when it's going to drop, maybe? Yeah. Okay. It's going like to drop on Christmas. It's dropping on Christmas morning. So on when you're Christmas done, morning. On Christmas morning. On Christmas morning. That when is a opening fantastic present. Yes. Right. That is going to right. be your gift from us as, as next to having Moody and Chainsaw in here. That was your first gift. That's but, really all you but need. But the main gift will be coming <laughs> That's what I thought. Christmas morning. And maybe you can listen to it with your family while you're opening up presents. I wouldn't suggest it. <laughs> <laughs> but you could if you wanted to. Yeah. Oh, my God, Billy, Sally, cover your ears. Yeah, yeah. so there will be something cool coming on Christmas morning for you guys that we've been putting a lot of work into. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah so. we're, we're proud of it so yeah. far. So I think far, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be dope, yeah. dude. I'm, I'm super stoked for it. So, yeah. Riley, oh. where you at, dog? You say anything, anything son? You guys are going to like it. <laughs> Oh, that's good. All right. On behalf of everybody here, on behalf of uh, our, 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 our guests, Moody and Chainsaw, Jeff and Riley, in the Midnight Train Podcast, we want to say thank you and choo-choo, motherfuckers! Tonight, in the box car, we have the band Horror Madonna from Cleveland, Ohio, with their song The Fall of Owen Hart. 
You can find them at facebook.com slash horrormadonna. Don't forget to send your unsigned band submissions to the midnight train podcast at gmail.com. As do not offend, happy holidays, motherfuckers. The Fallen Victim again. The Fallen Victim to your